listening to a new episode of Canadian Growers hosted by Matt and Tiffany Whitney. Hey growers, on today's episode, Matt and I are going to reflect on the garden from last year, 2021, and talk about the plan for this year's garden, 2022. Matt, want to take it away there? Yeah, definitely. Um, Let's go back in time. Last year, so uh, Edmonton, surrounding areas, we live in Shore Park. Um, it was pretty hot uh, last year. We got a lot of, like, you know. It's a heat wave. It was a heat wave, yeah. <laughs> so there was plants there that didn't do well. Um, I'm going to kind of <laughs> not focus on that because there was. Like, there was certain things, certain shrubs and certain trees and lettuce that, and lettuces and stuff, stuff like that yeah. that just bolted and went and it was hard to take care of but you know the successes man those cherry tomatoes like we had um what i think it was like 18 plants going and they yeah. were just humming producing 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 Crazy. producing yeah. uh right to the very end so that was really fun to learn that. So, you know, every year we try to, you know, tackle on a new challenge and try to, you know, learn it. So last year for me was learning how to properly prune tomatoes, uh, fertilize them, um, just the general maintenance. And there's quite a bit. Like I would say I was out there every week pruning yeah. um, just because of the, the vigor of the growth that was coming from it. Um, so that was a good one. What was another success? Broccoli, that broccoli was, our was experiment oh last man, year, yes. I love that. Like I, it's it's a the the plant grows quite large. Like it takes up a good um, swath of of real estate. I don't know, if it'd be two feet by two yeah. feet. It would be my kind of guess. Um, so in saying that, like we had a planter box four by eight, and we had, uh, oh gosh. Maybe- Maybe six, six to eight. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. Um, but we also had them in different stages of growth as well, different um, heights and stuff like that. So they were taking up different amounts of space. Um, so we've learned another thing that was very valuable um, last year is grow what you like to eat. Because um, the year before that, so 2020, we grew all this stuff that didn't really work in our zone. You remember that? Like yeah, we grew a bunch experimented like peppers way too much. with too much stuff that like was on the fringe of like our growing. And it was frustrating because you put all this effort, time into something that doesn't even produce for you. So um, 2021 was uh, an eye opening, like let's grow things that we actually enjoy. But that was the first kind of realization of and that. Experiment a and experiment a little bit. Experiment a little bit. Because <laughs> experiment a little less. And because you've got the 30 boxes and you want to use them to the, the best of their uh, potential. So now we go into uh, 2022 and we've got a really good sense of what we like to eat. And there's some things that just don't, won't fit in that footprint that we have in our garden. So we have an overflow uh, for our food forest that we're going to grow a lot more broccoli because we want to try to preserve it and eat a lot of it in the summer because basically that four by eight was enough just to kind of sustain us through the summer Summer. and it was great it was it was good it was good done more froze it and ate it all winter so yeah like i said we are going to try to grow a lot more things that we like to eat so everyone's going to be a little bit different um for us, like we grew one, uh, was it two boxes last year of two by eight for carrots? Yeah. 
Um, that was a fair amount, but I would want to do more than that. I know. So, we love carrots. Yeah. So I there's pickled carrots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, so there's, there's those types of things that as a gardener, you get to adjust every year. And that's the fun thing. Like the, the best phrase as a gardener is, is really like, well, you know, I'll get that next year. Yes. I'll try this <laughs> next year because that allows you to, you know, try it in a different spot. If it didn't do well, there's a lot of, um, feeling out what a plant needs and I there's a there's a sense of care that yes. I really like me personally that I like that comes with that because that care is also shown by the beauty that it gives off as well and I think that is a reflection of my effort yeah I know that sounds super selfish no. but it's just it's it, rewarding it's rewarding it's it's rewarding putting all that effort and then and seeing, seeing that the result result of it that harvest those cherry tomatoes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh man it was crazy i was popping those like pezzes like just like like a yeah my hand was the pez dispenser yeah. and i was just knocking them back it was so good. i know and now that we're in april 2022 we're really starting to reflect back on that garden and decide what we're gonna duplicate or change this year mm -hmm. and and to have enough diversity if you know if we had another hot summer or if we had another wet summer that there will be things that we get um abundance of like i said those things that didn't really work out last year because of the hot summer maybe this is going to be a wetter one so there's going to be a different type of vibrance that comes from it that you wouldn't have seen last year yeah. so different changes like the, the definitely the way that the climate is and how it's going shifts the way um your gardening experience is going to be that's just the reality right yeah 100 percent. so you don't know what year or what weather you're gonna get for the year mm -hmm. and also too is like we learned so much every single year that we can take forward to the next year so even just like with our trellises that we've added to the garden this year we also on the broccoli box because we knew that there's pests like cabbage moth that had come after it so matt built us this house yeah my thought processes on that was um you can put on chemicals to kind of deter the cabbage moth or you can just put an obstacle where the cabbage moth can't even land on the cabbage or the broccoli so in that case, it worked really well. It was a little bit of effort, but um, it came down to that we had no in infestations at all. Yeah. There was no bugs, nothing. So exactly. that was a nice, um, a nice way of uh, deterring using chemicals. So yeah. yeah, it worked well. So we just used um, mosquito netting to, that was the deter. Yeah. Which really worked well, and I think we're gonna probably add it to a couple more boxes this year yeah, for like then, other leafy greens. And then there was just like the connections were like three quarter inch PVC with like the different forty fives and angles and stuff that you would kind of plug in to make the house shape, and then you would just kind of tarp over your mosquito net, and then just they had these clips that you would put onto the mosquito net around the PVC pipe three quarter. Worked great. It worked like a charm. So that worked like was a charm. A, a good success from last mm -hmm. year, I would say. And we'll continue this year. And then also, too, is just this year, we focused more on our seed starting. Yeah. And that, Oof. let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, let's for go a into the, the garage for <laughs> sure. Our garage is right now our little grow 
room area. <laughs> yeah. I was like, right, so I have a eight by eight tent and a four by four tent. Inside a double car garage. Yes. I'm no longer able to park in there now because the plants have taken over the space. Yeah. So in the four or the eight by eight tent, we have a, a shelving, metal shelving that has all my little ceilings at different stages. Mm -hmm. And each shelf has a set of lights. And then once they get big enough, I can plant them in bigger pots and have them on the ground and surrounding areas so that by may long i can mm -hmm. start getting them all out there so yes yeah, so last year i felt like i did too many plants and i started too much and we had a little so, early too yeah and then we had so much mature plants that we were didn't know what to do with it was kind of too much so this year i really honed in on like knowing okay this is how many broccoli plants i want right now for May long when we go and plant them. And this is how many tomato plants we want. We don't need 18 <laughs> this year. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. So for us, um, when we started, I, I think we started like most people. We found a, a nice sunny facing window and we plunked a bunch of plants in front of it uh, to get ready for um, you know spring to get them outside, to get them planted. Um, and then we started using our kitchen floor, floor and living room and every other available window that we had or door yeah. uh, that had a window. Um, and then from there, we decided that, well, let's put this, the next year we decided to put this whole thing in the grow tent in the basement. But then you're bringing, you're bringing dirt into the basement and you're tracking in all sorts oh, yeah. of inputs. It was just messy and it was frustrating because <laughs> uh, then you have these mature plants and then you have to truck them back upstairs and um it yeah. just became a lot of work that it became hardening stage was, was a pain like, in the yeah. butt and then like we would do things like um we had a tent so we would like a, like a like camping, camping tent, tent. <laughs> we would put these plants inside this camping tent uh, if it snowed or whatever, they would be covered and it would allow them to get hardened without uh, getting frostbit. It worked pretty good. We even had a heater in there at one point, but we're like, oh my goodness, this is a lot of work. So then we thought for the 2021 round uh, that we would... Or 2022 this year. Oh, oh, well... We started growing inside the tent 2021, though. Oh, we? yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. So we started deciding to grow in the garage around 2021 with a 4x4 tent. And then from there, we got the 8x8 tent. We got to that, and we decided that at that point, um, we could probably get all our veggies in that tent. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice to have the one area to grow it all. It's... I think we're going to set us ourselves up from success year after year now, having that grow spot mm -hmm. where you can start them all. Like we have our heat mats there to get all the seeds germinated. Mm -hmm. We have the grow tent that has the Even trays. A you also yeah. have a station where you can, you can get the trays in, load them up with dirt, yeah. like a table. Yes, I have my transplanting table with my little soil yeah. pail <laughs> and yeah. compost and amendments. And yeah, it's it's worked out good. And we also have like water in the garage so we can 
water right there. It's our, it keeps the house tidy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not hauling them around anymore. And then it will be easy for that hardening stage. Because now all we have to do is just open up the tent, open the garage. Yeah. And then when I go transplant them back in the little tractor, load them all up and on we go. Yeah. And we had some bug problems too last year. That's another thing too, why we decided to go in the garage because it got to the point where we were getting some aphid type stuff and like, like fruit flies, fruit flies and things like that. And in the garage, it's, it's a bit better contained. So it was, it was a logical choice to kind of uh, do that. So that's kind of how we approached um, our seedling start. And living in Alberta, I should mention this yes. too, is like, or in Edmonton, sorry, um, is that uh, you kind of have to do what we're doing. You have to start uh, some plants inside to give them a chance to be able to be really successful in the summertime um, when they should be producing a lot of fruit or et cetera. Because our, our window of... Um, of growing is pretty short so yeah we only have 110 to 120 frost free days yeah That's so not you, very many i feel like us being these types of gardeners living in these northern climates we have to be ninjas you know we have to be really on top of our game like yeah. precise like christmas precision. is over you gotta start oh, thinking yeah. about the garden <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's yes it's a bit of a love it's a it's you have to put a lot of love into this thing to make to make um, a real success of it because you know it's not as easy as just throwing some seeds in the ground and just you know a hope and a prayer. It's um, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a, little, a lot of attention for it sure. Is. Yeah. It's a labor of love, but it's worth every minute of it. I'm looking forward to all the moments we spend in the garden this year, and this nice weather, this change of season is yeah. getting me excited itching to get out in that dirt (laughs) for sure that ebb and flow for sure of it being cold and now it almost makes me think like i can plant but we all know you can't yeah (laughs) there's gonna be at least one more snow yeah my biggest advice to you is like if you think like planting in may long is a good decision just some things it's not a good decision (laughs) Yeah. yeah just be careful in that too um know what's winter hardy and what is 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 not frost uh <laughs> tolerant, <laughs> tolerant at all that's a very important we we learned that the hard way a few times so if i can never give that i really... know that's a good point of advice yeah i was like well to wrap it all up the re- this is a reflection of all the things that we've done in our garden from last year the new setup that we have for growing our seedlings and which therefore will lead us to success in the coming years and and sustain us too because once you set up these these protocols and these things it becomes easier the next year as you learn how to grow tomatoes and take care of them that skill is learned so it's nice it's nice once you learn it you got it and you move on to something even better so that's the great thing about gardening i think so we are excited for this 2022 gardening season and we definitely be sharing a lot of our successes and failures and that's it yeah see you guys see you next tuesday thanks for listening to another episode of canadian gardeners tune in next week